0: Welcome to episode 20 of Power Up Podcast. We're your hosts, Christopher. CJ. God's Yo, yo. Oh yeah, I forgot I turned on the video. Um, In today's podcast, we're talking about nutrition. um, Specifically talking about the differences between paleo, um, ketogenic, uh, the zone diet, uh, macros, and uh, a couple of other um, diets.
1: Yep, that we'll dive into
0: yeah um how about let's start
2: with general um start with
1: the most common one let's just start with a general question yeah
2: why is nutrition so important why are we even having a podcast on a different type of eating lifestyles and nutrition because food's awesome um well because if you look at it this way like food is fuel for your body So, like, obviously, especially as exercisers, we want to be feeling our body correctly. But also, food can be medicinal as well. Um, So, like, medicine is kind of described as something you put in your body that elicits your body to have a certain response. Well, food is the same way. You put food in your body, and it makes your body have a certain response. Whether it's positive or negative depends on what you're putting in your body. Um, So, food can be medicinal as far as what we're putting into our body can actually promote good health. I'm sure this isn't new information for anyone, but that's why it's so important is the things you're putting into your body relative to food and drink can dramatically affect Mm -hmm. your overall health, not just performance as an athlete, but overall health. And it can keep you from illness, so keep you away, or it can dive you right into it, which is kind of what our society is in right now. So that's why nutrition is important. That's kind of why we're covering these different type of eating styles today. All right. So segue off of that. Paleo. First what, one.
1: What is the paleo diet? How is it? What is it so big in CrossFit? What is the paleo diet? What is the paleo diet?
0: Basically, if you follow it, either somewhat strict or a little bit loosely of strict, setting out three main food groups. Um, first is grains, so any type of pasta, breads, um, donuts, things like that. What? Um, <laughs> Uh,
2: power rings, <laughs> can't have power rings. Come on, man.
0: And then uh, taking out dairy, um, so like uh, milk, cheese, um, cheese. Yeah. Um, you can still eat eggs. I used to think that was dairy until I figured out it
1: wasn't. Um, well, butter, it's butter dairy. Yeah. 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 But you can still eat butter. You can have ghee. Yeah. The, the right. quite the so same. it's different. Different. Yeah, of we're we're together. getting a little into we, the woods already.
2: Yeah, we've already like kind of dived into this a little too far. Let's just start from the beginning. So, paleo. What does that mean? Um, it's a shorthand for paleolithic. What is paleolithic? It's, it's an like era. A it's an era. All right. So it it's the caveman era, is what paleolithic is. And so paleo eating or paleo lifestyle, is that you're trying to mimic. The type of diet and nutrition that a paleolithic person, a caveman, cave woman, would have had. So this is pretty much no processed foods, no, um, no
1: no dairy, no grains, no processed foods or sugars, no
2: refined sugars, no, no
1: legumes, which are your beans, yeah, so no um, and legumes, you know, starches and alcohol especially
2: it's yeah. a big one no alcohol um, peanuts also fall under the legume category yep. so they're not allowed which is weird um, I like peanuts but they're not allowed in paleo so we're talking about the actual lifestyle or, or diet I hate the word diet paleo eating is a lifestyle like you should be able to maintain that for your whole life and you'll be fine um, now speaking of ratios when we eat paleo um, your protein intake is going to rise dramatically it's gonna be it's gonna be about 30 to 40 percent Of your diet is going to be protein around there, all right, give or take with the numbers. All right, and then your carbohydrate intake is going to go up, and that's going to be about 35 to 45% of your diet is carbohydrate, but these aren't complex carbs. It's like, where are we getting our carbs when we eat paleo? Vegetables. Mostly vegetables, and then fruits. Yeah, like, and, and um, vegetables too. And then about 10% of your diet, or 10-15% to 15% is going to be comprised of fat, which, relatively speaking, is a much higher fat intake than you should, than what modern day society or, you know, um, whatever, the FDA or whatever, says that you should have. So your fat intake has gone up dramatically. Um, and you're getting all your carbs, mostly from vegetables, um, a little bit of fruits but the thing with paleo is if i'm if i choose to have a paleo eating lifestyle am i controlling my portions
1: you should always exercise portion control
2: yeah always you should exercise it but with the paleo eating you don't have to and that's not a requirement of the paleo lifestyle so portion control is always important but it's not required with paleo so this um a specific paleo type of diet is where we can start to get into um you know either you're making good or bad choices as far as portion control goes so if you're strict paleo uh you can either be eating not enough which is usually the category people fall into or eating too much because there is no specific portion um with the paleo diet or portioning it's just they give you a list of yes and no's as far as foods go and then it's like just go from there and then it try to keep that ratio is what they're looking at and it's not super strict so it's like you know try to get your proteins your veggies a little bit of fruit um, your good fat groups, which is your um monosaturated and polyunsaturated fats, uh which is things like nuts seeds your, yeah, like avocados, your good oils, so you can have like avocado oil. coconut oil um olive hundred percent olive oil, things like that, and then um it's just and you're trying to keep your um glucose fructose intake really down, and fructose is from fruit, so we're trying not to have too much fruit, but with paleo, there's no strict portioning, so if you eat five pieces of fruit a day on paleo technically you're still within your diet limitations or your paleo limitations so um we tend to see this happen with paleo people is if it is a lifestyle is we're eating too much fruit which I, sugar yeah which is pretty much sugar sugar in your body your body breaks down fruit like it does sugar or just glucose um The only good thing about fruit is the other things that are in fruit as far as your antioxidants, nutrients, um, vitamins, things like that. So, you know, these are the things we're getting from fruit, but these are also things you can get from vegetables and your green leafy vegetables. You're going to get a lot of these vitamins and nutrients that you get from fruit anyways. So um, fruit is a huge downfall with the paleo eating lifestyle because you can just eat a lot of it, and it's easy to make that mistake because, relatively speaking, what's the easiest thing to eat as far as healthy foods go? Banana. Fruit, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you just grab a piece. It's like, you know, I I have an apple. Let me just grab it. There's a banana. I got some strawberries. Like, they're easy to eat. It doesn't take a lot of work. And then
1: and you don't feel bad about it either. Yeah. Like, no one makes you feel bad about eating too much fruit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, oh, like, you know, you're eating fruit. But it can be a down... Especially if you're trying to lose weight, um, you want to cut your fruit intake down to, like, no more than two pieces of fruit a day or two servings of fruit a day. Um, So, you know, that's, like, four strawberries or eight grapes or whatever it happens to be um, so no more than two servings of fruit a day like one regular sized banana if you get those jumbo bananas that's like two servings of fruit and i hate big bananas anyways uh, of course
1: you
2: do yeah for reasons that are <laughs> obvious i just don't like putting something that shaped that big into my uh, all right all <laughs> right <laughs> he
1: has a video with this too right <laughs>
2: Uh, no, it just takes long to eat. And well, and
1: so I think the problem with paleo—not the problem, but this is the problem I had on paleo was I wasn't controlling how much I was eating because I was just saying, "Oh, this is paleo; I can eat whatever I want to." I was eating tons of food. Now, I, my body did change when I started eating paleo. Um, I noticed a drastic difference in my muscle definition, um, so I leaned up pretty, pretty nicely. Yep. But I got to the point where I was overeating because I could, you know. Um, so I think that's the shortfall of paleo probably is that it doesn't give you confines of where you should stick at. For a proportion, um, as far as part of your diet—carbs, fats, and proteins—sky's
2: little limit. Kind yeah. of, yeah. And so, like, the thing with paleo is it's easy to overeat or undereat. Mm-hmm. Or um, the problem that I have with paleo is when I eat strict paleo, is I can eat as much as I want. But just because the exercise volume and maybe my metabolism and you know just the way my body works is I can't seem to keep mass on. Um, my body just as soon as I start eating paleo just leans out and a lot of it probably has to do with how much I'm eating every day, but I just feel like you can eat so much. So, like, when you're eating clean, so eating paleo is considered eating clean. Um, if you were going to eat, like, a double cheeseburger and it has, like, a 700 calories in it, to eat 700 calories of clean food, it's just a D- lot more a food. Thing. Like, it's a lot, as far as weight goes, like, you're just, you're eating a lot more. So, it's like, you can eat this double cheeseburger that overall weighs, like, 10-12 ounces and then to eat that much of clean food it's like you know you're eating about 8-10 to 10 ounces of just your protein and then you know you're eating a ton of vegetables like every night usually I eat a pound of vegetables and Jesus it's God. Yeah. And, well it's like they're cooked so it loses some weight probably when I cook oh, okay. them but pre-cooked. Goodness yeah. gracious.
1: that's a lot of vegetables
2: pre-cooked but and I get really full but when you look at how many calories are in this it's usually like a broccoli cauliflower carrot mix something along those lines they'll do brussels sprouts or whatever um as far as caloric intake for a pound of veggies you're looking at like 70 130 calories (laughs) like you're not getting very many calories however
1: that is good so unless you're a competitive uh, crossfitter that's a good thing you want to be full on less food yeah yeah so like well that's why
2: that's that's my problem with paleo it's like you're gonna lean out you're gonna lose weight just because you're eating clean but um and we'll talk about this more as a podcast progresses, but also what's happening internally inside your body when you eat paleo is kind of the most important thing. So, you know, we always want to have these like aesthetically pleasing results where we lose weight, we get a six pack, whatever that is, your um, skin's tighter around your muscle, it just looks good. But, you know, with paleo and some of the other things we're going to talk about internally, what's happening is good as well. As far as your cholesterol levels, um, you know, the car- or the bad things in my blood. Uh, It's going to be fairly clean your body's going to be in a better. It's going to function better Inflammation is going to go down, so you're just going to eventually feel better in your body your blood work um, You know uh, insulin levels things like that. They're all going to be a lot lower So you're just you're going to be healthier externally and internally Um, With paleo also because your fat intake goes up so much your your body's going to become partially Ketogenic which we're going to get into in a little bit, but that's just where it, it burns your body's gonna learn to burn fat better yeah, you because fat yeah, everyone's natural energy source is carbohydrates. So like sugar, complex carbs, your body loves those and it burns them really quickly. Um, but when you get to go be ketogenic or even paleo, you start to burn fat better as an energy source. So then you're burning both carbs and fat.
1: So one thing I wanted to point out too is um, when we talk about paleo diet, we think about vegetables. The big one we want to avoid. Potatoes, corn. Oh. Corn. corn. Corn is not part of what you want to be eating yeah. as part of your diet when it yeah. comes to any kind of diet that we're talking about today. Yeah. And, um, the, and, and, and corn products, so corn syrups, anything like those that. Those are terrible. Awful for you. Completely awful for you. Um, people also make the mistake of eating corn chips or something like that on a yeah. paleo diet, thinking, hey, it's natural, it's a vegetable. Can I eat it? It's not, no. it's corn's not a vegetable,
2: it's a grain. Yes. All you, right, you, so want, you want to avoid and corn.
1: It, the reason why we don't eat it or
2: paleolithic eaters don't eat it is because. Relatively speaking, nutrient wise, it's like empty. Like it, there's nothing. Yeah, n- it's just glucose. It's yeah, just full of it, there's glucose. nothing that it really yeah. does for your body. So, um, and it's considered a grain. You're not allowed to have grains. So, and
0: that? plus it can fuel a car. So
1: yeah, well
2: yeah, that
0: I'm too. Alcohol. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I mean, so. hydrogen can fuel fuel. But, a car. but your, so so body needs that.
1: Going from the paleo diet you talked about. Um, getting more into a fat-burning mode. And, and I would even yeah. slightly disagree with you a little bit, saying that, you know, our bodies burn carbs well. I, I would say we, we burn fat better. And I think we're, we're more evolved to burn fat. If, um, if you teach it, how? If yeah, well, naturally, I think our body... So if you look at... So the, the basis of all these diets is to go back to our natural state, right? Um, when it comes to a ketogenic diet or a paleo diet even, you get closer to being a, a fat-adjusted person. Uh, the idea is that our ancestors used to have to go long periods of time without food, yep. right? You can hunt and, and kill something, and you, you, you know forage for food, um, and then you go without food for maybe a whole day or two or three days. Sometimes, you, So your body has to convert to burning ketones or fat instead of running off of carbohydrates, right? Because you didn't have carbohydrates available, right? So um, I think that's what we're talking about when we get to talking about being fat-adjusted, are being um, more ketogenic in the diet since here.
2: Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, so you can find more information on all of these things we're talking about online. We're not going to dive into too much detail because it's just going to take too much time. We're already at like almost 15 minutes um, and we only, we've only we oh, only talked okay. about one. Um, so for more information on paleo, you know, just look it up. You can just type in paleo on Google, any of these, and it'll give you more specifics as far as what you can and can't have. Because we could just spend a 45-minute podcast talking about just paleo of yeses and nos of like what you can have, what you can't have. When you Google this stuff recipes. though,
1: be very scrupulous about what you read yeah. and take well, to heart. Like take different different sources, don't just take one source yeah. as the, the gospel.
2: Yeah, I always look at different sources and if you're finding similar information in different sources, it's probably true. Um, try not to read blogs or anything because those are usually just opinion, mm-hmm. um, you know, so try to use those more popular sites.
1: The, the, the biggest ones I think are the biggest names in terms of paleo diet or ketogenic diet at all. Uh, Rob Wolf, yeah. uh, Mark Sisson. S-I-S-S-O-N, uh, who else, there's a couple other ones too that, that are big names when it comes to those, but those are probably the two biggest names when it comes to paleo, primal, just being fat, high-fat diets, those are the two guys you want to really uh, look at for your resources there.
2: Okay, perfect. Um, segwaying, let's keep this under control. We need order. Um, okay. Segwaying, Keto- so ketogenic diet. Um, we're going to let um, CJ maybe start this um just because he has a little bit of experience um so the ketogenic diet i'll I'll just like kind of give us a quick introduction just because i have it pulled up here uh so like uh the ketogenic diet it's pretty much when you put your body in a state of ketosis all right so the keto in ketogenic comes from the fact that it makes your body produce small fuel molecules called ketones and it's an alternate fuel for the body, so alternate than um, glucose or carbs. Um, It's used when your blood sugar is short, so like your glucose levels are low. Um, Ketones are produced if you eat very few carbs that are quickly broken down into blood, so carbs are quickly broken down into blood sugar. Um, So if you eat very few carbs and only moderate amounts of protein. So protein consumption on the ketogenic diet is something to consider um, because Protein can also be converted to blood. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of a, a sugar, yeah, sugar quick introduction. Um, so we can just talk about the diet and talk about ketones. Um, so
1: CJ, let's go into ketones and where they come from. So ketones are created, what they are is so it's a, basically all the guts are the fuel source. Um, they're created in your liver. What happens when your, your body stops having carbohydrates to burn for energy, it goes to look for other energy sources and ketones are created in your liver your body goes there. And runs those Uh, the idea is that fat slash ketones are more efficient um, than carbohydrates when running your body for a long period of time Uh, carbohydrates are great to burn off quickly Um, just it's like fuel for the fire right whereas think about putting gasoline on the fire carbohydrates are gonna spark your fire real high real fast whereas think of uh, ketones or fat as your oxygen it's gonna keep the fire burning for a very very long time um, and that's, that's the idea behind ketogenic, is that you have a better fuel source for a long period of time, uh, versus having a quick burning burning flame there. Um, ketogenic has to do with also being fat adapted. So when it comes to being fat adapted, you're looking at uh, the body's ability to run off its fat stores. It's the reason that your body stores fat is, is because it wants to have that energy source for later. right? So if you eat too many carbohydrates, what happens is your body, you get fat over time. right? Your body stores fat. Um, or it stores the energy in your fat cells, which is why you get bigger and bigger and bigger. If when we eat ketogenic, your body is going to stop burning those carbohydrates as much because you don't need them, you're not eating very many of them. It's gonna adjust to being uh, in ketosis. Uh, It's gonna use that to store fat for fuel. So what it does is obviously you burn more fat, you get more body fat percentage, you look better, right? Uh, It's great for um, athletes who are more um, aerobic capacity driven. Marathon runners, um, marathon runners, uh, people who, who need that long sustained go, um, not necessarily the best thing to Rover for CrossFitters because we, we are got we so much variation in what we're doing in here. Um, now, if we're just going to do running for a long periods of time though, then go ahead and eat ketogenic. But um, it's one of my favorite diets. It's one of you know something I stick to for the most part with you know higher adjusted carbs. But uh, that's the idea behind ketogenic is burning off fat instead of burning off carbs. Yep. You, so, um,
2: ketogenic diet, ideally. Was it look like, ideally? So, well, looking at it from a scientific standpoint or a biological standpoint, um, this would be the most ideal diet for somebody who's wanting to burn fat. All right, the key word there is burn fat, which might transition into weight loss, but mostly if your main goal is to burn fat, then ketogenic is probably for you. Because it's going to teach your body to burn fat very efficiently and the quickest. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably lose. You're going to lose weight, but you're yes. also going to burn fat really fast. So if you're somebody that, instead of just losing weight, you kind of either decide or figure out or get told by you know your physician or whatever it is that you know you're, you're struggling with just you have uh, um, you know you just have a little bit excess body fat or whatever that you're just trying to get rid of. Then ketogenic is uh, is an ideal way of eating because you're going to burn. A lot of fat. Um, also, burning fat, relative or compared to burning sugars or carbs. Um, so, sugars or carbs, your body uses those very quickly. Um, think about it like this: sugars and carbs are like um, gasoline or, or lighter fluid. I just said that. You know, I, I was texting, and anyways, <laughs> we're reiterating, and um, and fats are like fossil fuels did you say that
1: no i said it's like the, the oxygen for the fire it yeah. keeps the fire burning
2: there we go <laughs> well, mine's different fats are like fossil fuels they're just a, they burn a lot longer and um it takes longer to go through that energy so it, it provides energy for a longer period of time you uh, went over that sorry <coughs> that um, the downside to maybe eating ketogenic what's the downside well um it, well, it, go ahead Oh, no, CJ can attest more to this because he knows about the specific foods, but I know as far as the downside goes, it could be just overconsumption of the wrong things. So, with ketogenic, you know, we're just trying to cut out carbs, but that, you know, that doesn't mean, or that means we're allowing other things. So, like cheeses yeah, so you, are allowed. Or you're you're, you're like allowed that.
1: to eat high fat foods. You're eating lots of dairy if you want to, which for me, I love cheese, but it can get out of hand. Yeah. Um, I was eating too much cheese, too much dairy, and it was starting to have an effect on my throat. Like, I had. Uh, inefficiency swallowing during workouts yeah i really like it was it was weird i would get in the middle of a workout and i couldn't swallow my own spit so it, would, it slowed me down quite a bit which if you're a competitive athlete that's a big deal right you OB on spray
2: cheese yeah. no, no, no,
1: spray <laughs> cheese. that's not even real cheese yeah so
2: like one of the problems with eating this way is um it's not a type of eating lifestyle that is going to necessarily promote getting all of the nutrient absorption that you're looking for as far as getting all the different nutrients in your body, um, potassium, magnesium, um, zinc, you know, these things that we're going to get from all of, you know, more of a paleo or zone type eating. So it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't mean you won't get it, it's just, it's not promoting that. And then also it's not promoting a less inflamed part or less inflammation in the body. So it's, it's actually might cause a little bit more inflammation. Um, to happen depending on what you're eating, Um, you know, if you're eating ketogenic. So then like CJ said, you might have some adverse reactions or just things that are happening because of the way you're eating. So if if you find yourself in any of these eating lifestyles just having a negative reaction, then it's like, you know, you can modify what you're eating or that's your body's way of saying like, this necessarily isn't for me. Um, That being said, because we already talked about paleo and this is gonna be the the case with zone also is pretty much when you cut out sugar um, Mm -hmm. with paleo and zone, we'll get into zone later. our bodies are used to burning sugar. So when, when you make any type of dramatic life change, especially when it comes to diet, you want to allow two week, two to three weeks for your body to get used to it. Mm-hmm. So if you cut out sugar or cut out carbs in the first week or two, you feel like crap. And you're like, this isn't for me. I feel yeah. terrible. Like yep. I'm having the shakes. I can't sleep. I'm like I'm fatigued, shakes. blah, blah, blah. No, that's normal. Your body's going through um, withdrawals. So well, that's they, perfectly normal.
1: Within the ketogenic diet, too, they actually have a term for it. They call it keto food because your body is so used to burning carbohydrates that you feel... Like you're gonna you want to kill yourself the first couple of weeks like it's, yeah. it's really tough to adjust to that not having carbohydrates what they actually recommend for that is if you're used to having a ton of carbohydrates just slowly back those down to within that 20 grams per day range eventually um within the first week or two yeah so back it down you know per day to get within that 20 grams uh per day right yeah. because otherwise you go right from eating 100 carbs a day to 20, 20 carbs a day you're really going to struggle yeah you're, you're going to get like you feel like you're sick not going to have enough energy you're going to feel awful yeah
2: so and this is similar this is why you know um why they have you know like the quitting smoking methods is you wean yourself off it's kind of similar um if you wean yourself off you're just your level of success or your success rate is going to be a little bit higher than if you if you just go cold turkey and so if you decide to eat paleo or ketogenic or zone or whatever and you change your diet and the first few weeks you feel different or like you don't feel good, that's normal. It's once we get into week four, five, and six, if you still are feeling terrible and you've been good with your diets and strict, then we've got to look at like what's going on here? What are you eating? Maybe this isn't the right lifestyle of eating for you.
1: Yeah, you should definitely consult somebody. Yeah, like definitely talk
2: to somebody about that. Talk to nutritionists. We know a little bit as coaches, we're not nutritionists, but we yeah. know a decent amount about eating. So you can always ask us, too, like, hey, I've been eating paleo for four weeks and I just feel terrible and then it's like okay well let's talk about your eating or what are you eating how much are you eating and then you know we'll try to figure it out.
1: Well the biggest thing when it comes to ketogenic is the percentage of of, uh, food you're gonna eat so you want to be around 70% fat which is a very high fat content for a lot of people. Uh, Roughly 5% carbs or less so that's that's within 20 grams of of, uh, carbs per day and then uh, 20% protein so you want to maintain those uh, general percentages for your macros Otherwise, you're going to throw your body all in all kinds of whack there. Yeah. So make sure you hit those numbers uh, so you can get into ketosis faster and to work that out perfectly.
0: So this is a uh, good time to transition into talking about
2: the zone diet. Um, I want to save that one for last.
1: Can we save that for last? Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Please, thank you. <laughs> okay, Because it, We're saving that for last because I think um, if you're able to do it, zone is the best way to eat. Um, it is. Um, so that we're going to save that for last. So We save the best for last. Uh, all right, Macros. so next one we're going to talk God about. You is biased. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, but there's science you know there's behind it. We'll talk about the science when we get there. All right, stop it. All right, science. All right, because science said so. All right, y'all motherfuckers need science. <laughs> um, so macro counting. All right, this is a very popular way of eating right now, and it drives me nuts. But, Can't your macro? Yeah, m- macro right. counting. Um, it, it's actually pretty dang simple, and we'll, yes. let, um, we'll let somebody else run away with this one. But macro counting... Um, one of you two go for it
0: so um, your macronutrients which is just macros just a uh, um, shortening version of that Um, okay Uh, macronutrients are just three main uh, macros Uh, first is carbs seconds um, fats third is protein Um, with this type of diet uh, basically um, if you follow it just in a overview it's what actually fits your macros. Um, eating your, the right amount of proteins, fats, and carbs. Um, when you're looking at this diet, protein going to be the well. Actually, in any diet, protein going to be the hardest thing for it to actually digest. That's why you get full faster with protein. Um, car fats are the easiest um, for just consume. So you can actually you kind know, of OD on fats. If you eat too much like avocados and What's stuff. Just, <laughs> if, if you um, OD
1: on fats, you'll know. Trust yeah. me, you'll know. <laughs> yeah, and you <laughs> yeah, you eat a lot. Yeah, you'll know pretty quickly if you eat too, too many uh, too many fats. But let's say um, you have uh, a bunch of cashews, you're gonna know. <laughs> um, but
0: uh, for a lot of uh, exercisers, um, uh, that let's say, or maybe on, you know, there's a
1: video that's like right next to you. God says, I think he has ADHD because he's the worst yeah. when it comes to sitting still in these things. So
2: that's why the video is bad, all right. So the podcast, you can't tell what I'm doing. But everyone, if you watch the video, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm just all over the place." I just, I like to move. So the Ooh. only
0: downside of macros that happens to a lot of people is they just think of. What fits my macros so I can eat pretty much anything? IFM.
2: Um, it's an acronym. IFM. If it fits my macros, which is my biggest problem with this diet. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Um, if it fits your macros, um, like uh, you shouldn't eat this way, but it, let's say if you haven't ate a, uh, a microwaved. Um, burrito? Yeah, let's go to burrito. Um, that kind of fits your proteins because the beans are in there and your carbs, which
2: is a tortilla and then cheese, maybe for fats. Um, so well, that's the problem. You know, is almost anything you can make almost anything fit your macros. So ice cream will fit your macros. Um, it's just you know it might if you eat it at the beginning of the day, like CJ was saying earlier, I mean, it might screw up the rest of your day as far as macro counting goes. But it'll fit. So hey, if it fits, I'm going to eat it. So like yeah. chips will fit, Taco Bell, um, all your fast food is going to fit your macros somehow um, yeah. as long as you have it left. If it's at the end of the day and you don't have those macros left, obviously, then you know you got to figure it out. But that's my biggest problem with this type of eating is you can eat almost anything you want, and it's like, oh, if it fits my macros, then it's fine. I can have it, which is yes is yes and no, it's fine and you this is my definition or I like to call it an aesthetic diet so it's it's proven to give results aesthetically. your body composition will change um you will lean out, or depending on whatever it is you're trying to do, um, you'll lean out, or you'll, you'll gain weight, you'll gain muscle, um, depending on what your macros are. But that's just external. It's not talking about what's happening internally, all right? So internally, with if I'm making bad choices as far as making things fit my macros, um, my blood work is not gonna be very great. So I, I can have high cholesterol levels, high glucose levels, um,
1: just be all over the board right? yeah I,
2: I can be all over the board as far as I, I I can be short in nutrients, low in potassium, which is a or magnesium you know your body these are key nutrients that your body needs to function um, and so we 're not taking that into account, so my problem with this style of eating is that we 're not looking at the overall health or longevity of our bodies it 's more just based purely off of a aesthetic or performance type of eating
1: yeah this this diet was kind of come up come up with for the bodybuilders, right? Bodybuilders, they get tired. This is for people who get tired of eating the same thing every day, right? Yeah. Bodybuilders, they get tired of eating rice and just chicken breast yeah. all the time with no seasonings, right? So this this, uh, this diet was come up with by people in the bodybuilding industry yeah. to uh, give them some, some variation in their diet. Yeah, because, because eating, they were sick and tired of eating boiled chicken and, and rice.
2: Eating the same stuff every day sucks. Like, uh, I'll tell you, right, even if it's good food, like... Everyone's like, I love pizza, I can eat it every day. Eat it every day and talk to me in two weeks and tell me how you feel about pizza and I guarantee you you're gonna be like, I'm so tired of eating pizza. Yeah, and I know, I know it's, a, it's a travesty, you shouldn't say that, but just eat it every day and then we'll see how you feel. Yeah, um absolutely. Same, that guy did the McDonald's thing and after like three days, he's like, this blows. However,
1: yeah. I can eat Chipotle every day if you wanna sponsor me, Chipotle. Ah, <laughs> oh, Chipotle,
0: Chipotle, so, um, oh, ah, yeah. games. Just remember uh, macros, uh, if you're doing this type of diet, it's, it's largely based on calorie intake is
1: um, that right? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Calories in, calories out. Yeah. Is it's, based bi- on it. it's
2: calories in, calories out. And if if you're trying to figure out, did you guys already cover if you're trying to figure out your macros? No. no. Okay. So, to that next. Um, if you're trying to figure out your if you're eating this way and you're trying to figure out your macros, there's apps for this, like MyFitnessPal, or you know, there's a lot of stuff to help you with this type of diet. Um, I think, relatively speaking, it's um, one of the easier ones, just because you can be so liberal. Um, the only thing is, you just have to track your macros, and so you'll enter in or you can find charts online that's like you enter your body composition, height, weight, how much you exercise and what your goals are. So you know if you're trying to gain muscle, then it'll come up with this calculation or an algorithm that's like, here's how many calories you need to eat and here are your macros. Or same thing with if you're trying to lose weight, you know here's how many calories, here are your macros. Um, just remember, if you choose to eat this way, it is proven to give results, but just make good decisions. Because my biggest problem with this is you can have things like sucralose, Splenda, refined sugar, um, you know, trans fats. Like you can have.
1: So yeah. Hello. Please, please clarify that. right <laughs> Trans yeah.
2: fats. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, I, I hate that. Um, you you can have terrible things for your body, relatively speaking. Um, you know, you these them, these right? things. Like, and my hugest problem with anything that we put into our bodies is artificial sweetener. If I talk to anyone that's doing artificial sweetener, I immediately cringe, and I'm like, my first response is get off of those, because there are so many studies that prove that artificial sweeteners are linked with a plethora of health problems. Drinking um, the Kool-Aid. Yeah, and freaking cancer is one of the big ones. Um, do some research on cancer and just kind of look at when cancer has become prominent in our society, and it, it didn't really exist 100, 200 years we're, ago.
1: We're putting these made-up things in our body. Right? Yeah,
2: and so like you got to wonder what's changed in the past 50 to 100 years that's causing this epidemic of, you know, cancer or even obesity to happen, and it it has to do with processed foods, refined sugars, and artificial
1: sweeteners. And just to backtrack a little bit too, that's a good point to make with ketogenic as well. Um, Sugar is high in carbs, so you're going to avoid it. Don't just replace it with with the sugar alcohol, your sucralose, your your Splenda's, your stevia's. Try to avoid it with with those things. Um, Just try to avoid it overall. Ketogenic diet has also been proven to reduce your chance, your risk of getting cancer because cancer feeds off carbohydrates. Yeah. So, oh, so, totally. so, so just to move forward, just to go back to that real fast, but move, move forward on yeah. to our macros yeah. um, and on to our.
2: And um, we're not even going to talk because I have so many opinions, but. Um, Cancer. there's so much research about the holistic method of treating cancer. And if you know anyone in your family that has cancer that's dealt with in chemo, I'm not saying like that was wrong, or you know that they're currently not right. But there's just a lot of studies that show that the holistic method has a high success rate, if you stick with it, Um, just because it goes from the biological standpoint, that if you starve something, it's going to die. So cancer cells feed off of Carbohydrates, Sugar. sugars, um, even artificial sweeteners, things that are bad for your body. So if you starve a cancer cell and you don't give your body these things, there's a good chance that they're not going to be able to thrive, so they'll
1: die. If you want to read more about this, there's a guy, Don DeAgostino, who's a, he's the, probably the leading guy on this um, when it comes to ketogenic and low-carb diets and cancer.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I don't. That's another wormhole. We don't need to go down that yeah, right now. Yeah, but you, um, you go and read it. real now in your own. Yeah. What's up?
0: We should talk about the zone diet now. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm guessing there's like ten minutes or forty time left. Yeah. on Yeah, well, yeah. We yeah. got ten
1: minutes for my forty um, minutes too. All right, zone, zone. So the zone diet is another way of uh, this. This is this is kind of the CrossFit idea for maximizing. Uh, you, you're you're counting your 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 wads. You're you're keeping track of those. Why not keep track of of your what you're eating, right? So. Um, It breaks it down to, in my opinion, a slightly more complex way than just counting your macros, but it's an effective way uh, Mm -hmm. by breaking it down into blocks. You have carb blocks, protein blocks, and fat blocks, which I don't remember the exact number of blocks, whatever, like what what grams goes to blocks. I got I think gobs is a little bit more uh, knowledgeable on that. So let's let you dive into it. What what is the zone diet?
2: Um, So um, the zone diet.
1: Um, So why is it called zone?
2: Um, Zone... It's called that because it's getting your body in a zone to reduce inflammation. So that's like the biggest thing with zone is to promote longevity and review, reduce inflammation in the body. Um, inflammation causes a ton of problems, it, you know, as far as anything from muscle soreness, um, limitation of range of motion, all the way up to things like cancer things. So like um, inflammation is just bad for your body. Um, so... Zone. Sorry, I have it pulled up because I'm forgetting the name of the last one. Oh, here we go. Um, so, if you're in the zone, that means you have the right balance of um, three major hor- hormones in your body. Sorry, that I don't remember the last one, so I have to look it up. Um, so that means I, I have a good balance of insulin, glucagon, and. I- Icosanoids, which that one is a little foreign to me. Icosanoids spelling e i c o s a n o i d s. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so it, what that means with Zone is that we have these three major hormones under control at levels that are going to reduce inflammation. That is the main goal of Zone. So when we're eating Zone, you're in the Zone to reduce inflammation. Um, so insulin, it's a storage hormone. Um, I'm just going to go over these real quick. Uh, glucagon is a mobilization hormone. Um, it tells the body when to release stored carbohydrates, um, and it, it helps stabilize blood sugar levels. Um, I, I, uh they're hormones that ultimately control silent inflammation. Um, if you want more on silent inflammation, um, just Google that real quick. Um, now, as far as zone eating goes, so zone is broken down into blocks. So blocks, So you're like, what the heck is a block? Um, so it's pretty much like... What's up? Oh, sorry. Um, it did, I thought you didn't time out. Um, so a block is a block is zone's way of counting macros. macros right? Yeah. So in a zone, there's blocks. So you have blocks of protein, blocks of carbohydrates, and blocks of um, Fat. fats. All right. So seven grams of protein is one block of, or one block of protein. All right? Nine grams of carbs is one block of carbs. grams of fat is one block of fat. So the way Zone works is depending on your goals, you are going to be allotted a certain amount of blocks per meal and overall per day. All right, so let's just do a quick example. So for someone like me, I'm trying to, I'm very athletic and I'm trying to gain muscle um, so I'm going to be prescribed anywhere from 25. What's up? That?
1: said that very athletic, he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat
2: athletic. Well, right now because my back. Um, so my um, exercise levels and my body type, I'm going to be prescribed anywhere from like 30 to 40 blocks per day. And just for a quick breakdown, about 10 blocks is about 1,000 calories. So um, I get 40 blocks. We'll, we'll, we'll go on the high end. I get 40 blocks per day to kind of work with. Um, Now, zone is also under the idea that you're having about, you're eating about five times per day, where you have a meal, a snack, a meal, a snack, and a meal. So it's like breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner. Um, So if we break that down, I'm looking at about, for my meals, about 10 blocks per meal, and then for... My snacks, you're looking at about five blocks per snack, right? So then that's going to be broken down into, if we're dividing that up, you're going to get the allotment of blocks is going to be cut down. So just you're going to divide that. So if I get 10 blocks in a meal, then I'm going to get three blocks or, you know, just to make it even four blocks of protein, three blocks of veggies, three blocks of fats. Alright, so what that comes out to, you know, if I'm eating four blocks of protein, do the math. So I get 28 grams of protein in my one meal, um, 27 grams of carbs, yeah, and one, 4.5 grams of fats, which is three blocks. So Zone is combining macro counting with also paleo so in my opinion zone is the perfect way to eat
0: so i just want to throw this in here before uh that camera might um stop recording uh if you want to see a basic and um basic idea of zone how to kind of measure this stuff out and some type of recipes and things like that look up uh go up to the crossfit journal and look up the um uh, CrossFit level 1 uh, trainer guide uh, there's a uh, diagram in there yeah, uh, a few down pages pretty good. Yeah. Um, but also uh, if you're eating zone um, they talk about it in the trainer manual they don't specifically um, uh, feature paleo as in zone you can eat paleo uh, strict paleo and strict zone but it's pretty hard for to actually eat um, or else you might go a little bit crazy uh, but in their um, their trainer manual, they're not talking about specifically paleo. They're just talking about the zone diet because yeah. you're going to see like a quesadilla in their recipe um, kind of list. So, yeah, yeah, you'll see that in there. The good thing about
1: the zone is it's sort of flexible in the sense that kind of like it like fits your macros. Mm-hmm. That it gives you the flexibility to not have to eat the same thing every single day um, and not have to stick within the confines of a, say, ketogenic diet or a paleo diet. Uh, but the best thing about it is that it gives you it gives you a, a good measure for what you're eating every, uh, day in and day out. That's the best thing about the zone. You're measuring your wads You're, you're measuring how much you're working on All that stuff. Why not measure what you're eating and keep track of that as well? that's the next step for, to maximize performance and filling. There it goes. Maximize performance and filling. Um, go ahead, and measure everything. Um. So now we're just in the uh, what's
0: this
2: called
1: audio, audio podcast sure. now. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: The we can
0: kill it now if we want to.
2: Uh Real quick on zone. So zone is a great type of eating for somebody who's does really well with regiment. Um so if you're somebody that likes regiment, um zone is great for you because you're gonna measure out your food. You know, obviously you have to measure out the grams of protein, carbs and fats that you're getting, so you need like a food scale, you measure that out and you can distribute that appropriately according to your allotment of blocks. Um, so it's just it's a really successful way of eating for people who are good with regimen and also you're going to know exactly what you're putting into your body as far as your macronutrients go. Um, the problem with macro counting is it it's kind of an underlying theme of measuring your food, but you don't have to measure your food. Um, you use apps where you kind of just enter approximate numbers of what you're eating. It's like, oh, I went to... Um, you know, Chipotle and got a bowl and, you know, it, the serving size varies with how they scoop. And some people yeah. are awesome scoopers and others awesome suck. Um, big scoops. Yeah, right. Uh, so, um, my nickname. Zone is right. much, more, yeah. much more measurable as far as that goes. And Zone also, if you actually decide to eat Zone and start looking at their websites and stuff, it promotes, um, you know, your carbohydrates. It's telling you to eat ones lower on the glycemic index so, you know, you're not eating these bad sugars, refined sugars. Potatoes, um, it also says to stay away from you know, things like white potatoes and um, uh, artificial sweeteners. So like I said, it's kind of like a combination of paleo and macro counting. So ideally speaking, zone out of all of these, in my opinion, is the best way to eat because not only is it taking in your macronutrients into consideration, but then it's also going to give you portion control. And internally, what's happening inside your body as far as functionality blood work, it's going to help that, in my opinion, look the best. Um, So Zone, probably the hardest one to stick with because it is regimented, but in my opinion, best benefits.
0: You're going to need a uh, weight scale for the D-Zone diet, just let you know. Yeah. you need to weigh and measure your food.
1: If you're not good with taking that extra time to prepare, Zone requires you a little bit more time to prepare for your, uh, for, for your meals. So you may want to, uh, a lot a lot of time to do meal prep for Zone, to, to make sure everything's even and, and, and put together well. Uh, that's probably the bad thing about Zone is that it does take some time to prepare your meals.
2: Yeah, Um here's the thing, with everything we just talked about, we're gonna try to wrap this up, um, everything we just talked about as far as paleo zone um, ketogenic mm-hmm. and macro eating um, these are all proven to give results and it's almost like exercise like anything if you stick with something and you're dedicated to it it's going to give you results True. so if you stick to any of these eating methods and you're dedicated to it you're going to get results regardless of which one it is um, if you do it correctly yeah just... it, it, if you do yeah. it correctly so you know like i said if you're dedicated to it uh, so as somebody who's in the gym exercising, 80% of what we do as far as physicality and not 80%, um, I think re- rest and sleep, we talked about it in an earlier podcast, is important. But a lot of what we do is nutrition. Nutrition's super important. Uh, so if you're not eating in one of these categories already, there's a few other ones, at can, something like that. Um, if you have questions about different ones, you can ask us. If you're not eating this way already, you really should... Consider, I say you should just definitely start eating one of these ways because otherwise you're just wasting your time in the gym.
1: I feel like paleo is that you just jump into yeah. understanding what you're putting in your body.
2: Yeah, so yeah, in paleo, is, it's really good. Um, and like I said, it relatively speaking, it's not that difficult because you don't have to track your macros or anything. You're just eating good, clean, whole foods. Just be careful about your fruit intake. Um, and if you do notice a difference in the first few weeks as far as fatigue or whatever, that's normal. Um, it just It shouldn't last longer than a month. Um, But you really need to start eating one of these ways. And I'm not going to tell you which one you should or shouldn't do. I tell you which ones I I advocate the most is Zone and paleo. But whatever works for you. Just you should be eating this way. If you're somebody coming to the gym and you freaking leave and you're having ice cream and drinking like two or three beers a night and then on the weekends just, you know, blowing that out of the water, you're just, you're wasting so much time in the gym. And it's like you come here... um, you know, you're trying to get results and that's what we want for you. So it's like you should definitely with our digital age, everything we have at our disposal, it's so easy to eat healthy. Like we literally all it takes is go to the store and take the food home. Everything else is thoughtless, even macro counting. It's like you have apps that do it for you. So Mm -hmm. it's like just enter it in. So at this point in the game, it's like, you know, we're almost taking all excuses out the window because you can eat one of these ways if you're somebody's like oh healthy food so expensive then do macro counting because you know what you'll make it fit your macros and you go get your double cheeseburger which I don't like but yeah. hey you'll get results because you're getting your macros so the, the
1: biggest thing here we want to emphasize is I don't care how much time you're putting in the gym you cannot run a bad diet that's right you, know, you, you, you can look okay you know but once you start eating the diet that you, you, you need to eat that's the most beneficial for you uh, you're gonna not only look better but you're gonna feel better most importantly you're gonna yeah. exercise better you're gonna perform better um, every day at work's going to be a little better because it's just easier. Life's, your body's not, you know, burning off sugar all day long. It's going to be, everything's going to be a little bit easier for you all day long. Yeah. So, you guys, hop on it. If you have any questions, reach out to guys, myself, start, or Chris.
2: Start eating Or correctly. the internet.
1: Yeah. Ask the internet. The internet knows it all
2: internet. <laughs> Yeah. Everything on the internet is always true. Everything. Um, and then if you want to ask about how we eat, you can ask about that too. We can talk about, or maybe in a later podcast, just talk about how I eat. Um, it's not any... Thing amazing, it's like paleo-ish. Yeah, mine's kind of depressing. Intermittent yeah, fasting, Chris. Chris, you need to get on our level, bro. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, so I don't know how to cook. I can eat healthy, but think about to this cook. way: we're gonna close the podcast real quick. So um, because my back's hurt, I've been swimming, and um, I'm going a lifetime now just to get some swimming in, and um, it, it's like Globo Gym. It, it's ridiculous. Anyways. Um, so it's funny because like you sign up and they're like oh it comes with this free personal training session and they're trying to sell this and sell this and like I'm looking at their personal trainers and I'm like I don't want to get trained by any of them because they don't look how I want to look and most of them are like skinny fat or you know they just don't look good and like if your job is fitness so like CJ myself Chris you're in this level too you need to listen our (laughs) job is fitness so we we need to look the part if your trainer doesn't look how you want to look or perform, how you want to perform, then you it should, should be or, 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 has been to that level in the past. Like most NFL coaches have been players, you know, so, or, you know, sports coaches have been players. So they haven't, if they've been to that level in the past, if they don't meet one of those, then you shouldn't be getting trained by these people. If somebody's training you and they don't look how you want to look, perform how you want to perform or know nothing about it, then you should not be paying that person for anything. So it's funny because lifetime they were like, oh, you want to get trained on that? I want it to be obnoxious and be like, if there's somebody that looks better, is like bigger than me or that performs better than me, then yes. But if not, I'm not going to get trained by somebody that I can outperform. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to pay for that. It's like, if it was like, hey, you know, Chris Spieler or Matt Chan's going to train you, I'll pay a high dollar for that because I know they're great athletes and I want to be like them. So yeah, I'm going to pay for that. But that's another thing. It's look the part. What's up? You good?
0: All right. Huh? Close, oh, it out, okay. buddy. Close it out, Close it out. Um, so that's episode 20, uh, of power podcast. We were talking about, uh, nutrition, a bunch of different diets. Uh, next week we'll hit you with another podcast. Uh, remember check out, uh, YouTube for the, uh, video podcast. It should, um, upload, um,
1: gamereadyfit.com
0: Yeah. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Until Not next me. time. Okay. So we'll see you next week.